um, in regard to the pickleball court that is already ongoing. And as it stands right now, it sounds like most of it will be covered with grants. So that is another project that's in the works. But just to update that playground is kind of what we're talking about. We're gonna be meeting again in March. And we have the date and everything set and then we'll go ahead at that time and discuss if we are, you know, if we do get the $7,500, what we can do for that area. So that's all the reason I'm here. Thank you very much. Thank, well, thank you. you. We yep. appreciate it. Well, I got a question. Okay, what's your question? On the pickleball course. Yes. The park board talked about locations that all beside the couch. We have, but with much, we didn't have everybody there, of course, but with much discussion, it sounded like they did not want it up by the school. And what was the reason? The reason, I think, is because of all the kids. I yeah, and I didn't have, I guess we I didn't have the people. Was for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think they thought it was pretty far for the campers to go, also. But they didn't want it in the campus. No. There's no room there anyway. There's no room. But wasn't they talking initially about if you eliminate one of the volleyball courts and put the park court? They were in, initially they were talking about that, but it was changed because I think she has other plans now for that. And are they still talking on the other side of the elevator? Yes. Um, we did discuss it. Tammy was there. Um, we discussed the fact we were concerned about how those trucks are turning around in there without getting onto the city property. <laughs> so we were concerned that maybe, you know, we might have to move them down, or not necessarily down, but closer to the street on um, McClure there. Um, so they don't get drovable. <laughs> but and there's there's concerns with, with that then too about where some underground utilities are through there. Yes. So yes. it it was uh, it would fit for in there, but it would be on the west part of, of the property is is where it would and I guess my concern is there's no facility here, you know. Yeah. Um no bathrooms, no lighting now. Whereas you put what what's wrong with putting it in the city park? Well, it has so little green space right yeah, now. Yeah, it has to be green. The open spaces probably up here in the road. Because I mean, people are using shelter house and and um they they, they bring their pickleball racket with them and they mm -hmm. it, it it's there, you know. It's just like Saxony shelter house is right there. Yeah. It, it, it's greatly used. I mean, you you move it a block away and it's not going to get used quite as much. Facilities aren't there. From the bathroom. And it's what, four blocks from the campground. Yeah. Is it, That's I, why I I it's not there the, visible. Originally the park was stuff. Yeah, east of the basketball we did court. initially and we were concerned about using up the green space. Right. But isn't that what a I mean you're you're Yes and no. I agree. I agree. We need green space, yeah. but yeah. I mean, I can remember playing baseball in the middle of that park, and oh. the net's gone or the backstop is gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, we discussed soccer at one time. Soccer net. Okay. I, I just like yeah. it. Yeah. No facilities. And, we talked about if we we talked about if we get enough money, we would like to put some canopies and stuff up for shade. 
depending on what. What other grants you can get? Yeah. yeah. And right now, um, I brought my notes along. We have, with your gracious offer of money, <laughs> um, it's going to be a hot, we have 25000 from the city and we have $25,000 back endowment. And then Connie Ethan is working on a Wellmark grant. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the other name the other day. The Wellmark one will be a good one. It will, yeah. So we think it'll pretty well be paid for. Mm -hmm. um, that would be the concrete slab, the plane surface, the post and netting, and fence would equal about a hundred thousand three sixty six. We have fifty thousand dollars of that already. Well, the footings haven't been dug yet, but yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're meeting again in March, and we'll have more people there, hopefully. Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe we can discuss location again if you know if you guys are concerned about that. Thank you very much. Thank you for letting me come. Just just one uh, one other thing in regards to to budget requests, and this is not related to the parks at all. It was the first couple pages of the of the council packet was a request that we received from. Council of Government Housing from Region 12, uh, and that is uh, was a request that the city would fund a thousand dollars for the uh, for the next budget year, um, and so that entity uh, assists with uh, with housing in the region. And there's a map in there that, that shows that that it's been used, and in this case, it, it showed one time in in Lakeview, the uh, and with the housing trust fund. The city has utilized Region 12 housing in lots of other different ways too. So, um, anyway, just a request is is for a thousand dollars to be used for mass for the grant, and uh, we had uh, had made that uh, contribution for the past couple of years. It's been a good investment. Got a motion to fund that. Second. Second. Roll call. Now, what was the motion? Motion to do the thousand dollars. Oh. Yeah. It is, yeah, that would just be a budget, a budget that's shorter mm -hmm. for next year. Right? No, okay. I thought that's what you wanted. We'll discuss it during budget time. If, if we can <laughs> send that motion, we'll just discuss it during budget time. Yeah. See you, thank you. All right, thank you want to talk about participation in housing development? Yeah. Oh. We're getting more information on, on these uh, on potential housing developments, and you see on, on the packet on page six and seven is information on, on the Yankee slash Brotherton uh, development there. You've seen that before as far as the proposed layout and the, and the proposed uh, development costs. Page eight is that same, uh, is, uh, the, the same information that we, we had seen before here too about um, somehow starting to to work towards an equitable way to to have some uh, again be be equitable amongst all of the uh, housing developments that were pending. So this shows the estimates to install street and water, 
and then ultimately it's a box at the bottom that breaks it down on either a per unit cost or a per acre cost on that. Um, so that you can have some type of, of a way to compare site to site to site. Looks I, I got a couple questions. Sure. So I, I, I studied these this afternoon a little bit. The two that are pending right now, which would be the Hankey Brotherton and the uh, Lakewood Partners one. Both of them have in their estimates, you know, that there's something that one has a rain garden, the other one has a Detention pond. Are these things really necessary? You know, as far as, as developing right around the lake, we, I know they're nice, don't get me wrong, but are they necessary? We do have a code that requires them. We do. So as any development has to have a retention. Low, low impact development has to have some, some type of, uh, has to do with the amount of, uh, of water entering and leaving the, the premises. Okay. So we have a code that has to have that. Yeah. Now it, it's then largely up to the developer of, as far as how they how they would go ahead and make that happen. Well, okay. So the reason I'm asking that on the Brotherton one, that's about that's 100 grand that they've got put in there for that. Right. Yep. You know, and Lakewood's only got 10 grand in there for theirs. Okay, so we need to figure out our, our code what the bare minimum is, depending on how much we're funding of certain projects of that. Um, the other question I got is the Burlington one is a 40, it's a 25 foot, a 25 lot addition, but yet in some of the stuff in there, cost uh, estimates, for example, water service, one inch polyurethane, they have 48 of them in there. Yeah. <coughs> So they get, we're developing 25 lots, and we'll put 48 of them in there for the future, so that they're developing the south, you know, having uh, stubs in for the for the south side. White Chevy pickups. White Chevy pickups. Yeah, I don't drive one. Now, when, when, for future, yeah, when I when I did my cost, though, that there it says uh, the water system cost that I, that I use for the analysis, I use 24 on page eight. Okay, that's the figures off of these, because they use the same per, per unit figures. Yeah, because both of these don't match. That's the downside of it because they're two different engineering firms. So yeah. how do we how do we moving forward, how do we really come up with a, a set thing? Because we can't go off of what the engineer studies say. Correct? Or they got, they got more water coming on the tank than they do on the other one too. They have to well, I'm talking even if you start comparing the road cost. You start comparing the two different ones. Uh, you guys have done that. <laughs> You compare these two different ones, Lakewood Partners and Brotherton, hardly anything matches up for cost. So mm -hmm. it depends on what engineering firm they're using. And then here we're trying to decide what we can come up with when we don't have standard figures. That's the street to street. Right. So per square foot, per square foot. 
Yeah, you're right. I'm just looking at there. Well, you're, you're suggesting that you well, I'm trying to figure out how we're moving forward here on this stuff. I mean, yeah, I can go to my engineer and say the city's going to help participate at a certain percentage of what this is going to cost, elevate it. There we go. And if you don't think that ain't being done in this world today, you're wrong. So I, I, somehow the city, us as the city, we have to figure out how to have an even keel on what we're doing when we're paying for stuff. Yep. Follow what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. When I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer to get there yet, but it's, it's, a, it's a concern. Because when you're looking at any of my numbers for analysis purposes, it just takes the numbers from the engineering study that, that, that they that provide. provide. Right. So. What we do for one, we got to do for the other. So much per acre. Well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's an accurate statement either. I, I think that's the only way we can go is by the acre. That way, everybody gets the same fare. Whether you put 20 homes in a spot or 20, 50, it doesn't make a difference. I, I, I do think it makes a difference. Right. I mean, that's just telling you my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're discussing, I guess, right? Our opinions. Yeah. Uh, it all comes down to how much money we got. Well, there's, that's the next yeah. piece. You know, well, in in what situation? I mean, look at what, uh, for example, the landing. Uh, we didn't do anything with streets out there. No, right? Yeah, That's true. Yeah, we did not. You know, uh, I guess until we get something standardized, I think that's something to follow for right now. That's what we did for one. I mean, that's just my. I'm just talking out loud. And looking at stuff until we can get something standardized on cost. Well, if we break the landing down, what what would be what would it look like? We did the green garden. Well, I mean that was done with that SRF was done with the SRF money. SRF money. We don't have that money anymore. Right. So that's out of the picture. We have to take it from somewhere else. To so if you break the landing down to what Dale is suggesting, what would be the cost like the street, the sewer and water we put in? And that was really it, right? If yeah, we, we but we didn't we did not do any street out there. Okay. You know, we, we put in the water system and we put in that big rain garden across the front. But that was all done through the SRF program. How long are we responsible for that retention pond? It's going to take 20 years. And then the landowner takes over? No, then we just lose responsibility from the grant. Uh, uh, the grant. The, uh, it's always in the public right of way. I mean, it's, but, I mean, we got public right of ways all through town, and, and the city don't take care of them. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they do out around Crescent Park Drive. You know, all the parking here in town, it's the homeowners. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I just wondered how, how long we're responsible. For yeah. It. And I guess all that I tell you is, again, related to the, to the use of the funds. Let's, let's back up here a little bit. Um, the Brothersons are here, and they made a proposal to us that they're asking for 1.9 million. Um, 
pretty simple. And I'm going to make a motion we do not fund this at 1.9 million and we come up with some other type of agreement. I, I want to partner with them, but not at 1.9 million. I don't think you need motion. We just got to go that direction so we can't afford 1.9. Well, I, and I, I know they want answers so they can move forward and so they can come up with something. I'm assuming that's why you're here anyway. But 1.9 million for us to do that, and this is just me talking as a council member, um, in all honesty, then I, I think we could spend 1.9 million better served elsewhere that brings us back to return back to the city. Uh, just being honest with you and putting my city council hat on. Would I love to see it develop? Absolutely. But 1.9 million is out of the question for me, in my opinion. That's where I stand. I want to go where else can we certainly want to partner with developers Correct. Town, some sort of some sort, but yeah, but this, well, 1.9 is what yeah. Yeah. That, I guess that's yeah. my point. Yeah, and that's that's what you guys are looking for tonight, right? Answer of what it is gonna be before the 14th of March. 14th of March is a yes or no on yeah. our end. Right. Whether you go forward at all. But we actually need an answer from you guys sooner than that, so then we can give our answer on the 14th. Right. That's our deadline. So, so then we need to put our deadline a little bit sooner so that we can get, get it to the answer yeah. and they can move forward. And I think, I think you guys can see where we're coming from with everything going on. We're trying to figure out, I think that's what we're trying to figure out, anyway, a standard form on how we can partnership with each development going on in the town because we want to be a partner with it. And just for example, we'll use the three that I can think of the landing, yours, and the Lakewood partners, they're all three way off. They're not even close to each other on being equitable as the same. Some things that you got going, I say you got going, and your specs for the streets, you've been talking about streets a lot. You've got different options for streets. We chose the most expensive option to explore with that street in, because essentially you guys, this town will own that street when it's all said and done, right? It'll become yours. I'm assuming the landing is the same way. You know, the engineers that we talked to designed that street on this, what reflects on this pricing, the best way to, to design that street for longevity of the street. You guys have had issues in the past. We've had construction companies come in and just do the bare minimum on your streets, and you ran into issues and lawsuits and all that. that totally, totally agree. Right. Yeah. So I didn't want to take shortcuts when doing this. I wanted to do the best street, the best way known possible. So the landing over there, they simply just put that street right over top of the existing compact conversion. So every engineer I talked to says, absolutely not. That's the worst thing you can do. But it meets your spec. You know, it absolutely meets your spec. So this 1.9 that's on there. I showed on that sheet, it shows a 1.4 is what the projected total cost of the construction, the 1.9, that's with the engineering fees and all that, which I think is, is out of line as well. I mean, the 1.4 was closer for an initial estimate, uh, but some of that, what we're doing in there, isn't the bottom of the barrel. I mean, there's a difference when I sell, you guys all know we sell materials, sell doors. I mean, I can sell you a hollow core door that's going to do the same thing that a solid core is, but which one's going to last? You know, that solid core door is going to be much better, much like this street. So my point with that is there's things that we can do to cheapen it up if you want to cheapen it up, but how do you want to look at it? Do you 
you want to look at it for the longevity of the property or do you want to short term? The other, the other thing that the mayor mentioned here about, well, I think we need to just have a one size fits all. I don't agree with that either. I mean, I don't look at that with anything I do as far as, well, I'm going to stick $100,000 into this and I'm going to get 10 or I'm going to stick $500,000 into that and I'm going to get 10 back. No, I want my return to be better. I mean, when you have when you have a an investment, which this is an investment that this town is going to make in these projects, you know, which which investment brings you the greater return or a bigger return or a quicker return? Somehow you got to think of it like that. So it's not a you know one size fits all kind of deal in my opinion. I agree, I agree, and and you know you're talking about we'll talk about the street, which we'll talk about just a second, <coughs> and you went to the top of the line, and then our other proposal is actually more expensive than yours. And that's what I'm saying when we got this information over the weekend and we start comparing it, us as a city council, we've got to come up with something standardized because yours is the top of the line, but yet it's less than the southern. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Correct. You 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 make a good good point with your engineers. I mean, one engineer is gonna give you an, an estimate of this dollar amount, and another engineer might spec out something different that gives you another, you know. Right. And, and and right now we're trying to prepare for present or be present back to the developers based on what their engineers are giving us and come up with some standard and I don't see how we can do that with the information we're given yet today. But yet I still want to try and get something back to you guys as soon as possible on what we can that would be the, the, the bigger question that we would need answered is what direction do we need to go next? Down. What's that? Down. Down. <laughs> Correct. But I mean like I can't, I, mean, go, I can't go to five different engineers and ask them, hey, you no, 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 but they're, they're, as you know, as well as anybody, you guys have been this one just like we are, sitting up here, we're running the city as a business and you're running your development as a business. There's got to be something to come to terms. We'd like to be able to come to terms with it. I know it's got a cash flow for you, but it's also got a cash flow for us. So and, way any good business partnership works. Correct. Yeah, it's got to be a win-win-win. And, and, and at this 1.9 or 1.4, it's not a win-win-win. That's that's what that's my opinion. I'm only one of five. I don't know what the other four. I don't know how you answer this question either. I mean, but that that'd be where. At what point, you know, we have a number that, you know, it cash flows for us. Right. You have to give us a number. It cash flows for you. Right. You know that you need to come up with your your number that this is this is where we have to be in order for this to work for us. If we can get that number to to meet your your number, then it works for all of us. So that's what we really. Need. I mean, I think that's a great starting point for us to come back and for, uh, collectively try and come up with that. And, and it and that might be the process we take with each different development instead of trying to do it per acre or per unit. It's a, it's a, what type of house is going to be there, projected to be there, how soon it's projected to be there, and then what are the projected returns for us to look at as a whole, and what expenses do we have moving forward? And I, I, guess I look at, you know, when we did this one, um, one of the biggest things, problems that we have, and we have that wall like two housing. You know, we don't have adequate housing, and it's and to make that housing affordable. Um, so, in any city, they have incentives for developers to 
developed property in, in most respects. If because of our housing situation, I think the city does have to have some skin in the game if we're going to be serious about adding in some housing in, in our community. And if the taxes from that housing development will pay over a 10 to 20 year period, I guess I'm, I'm okay with that because the need is, is there. I guess that's how I've looked at these projects. So, um, you know, yeah, we don't have the money hanging on the trees or anything, but if we have to pay a two or 3% interest, we better be able to pay that off somewhere in that time period. I guess is the way I look at it. Maybe 20 years is too long. I don't know. I don't know what other cities do in that respect, but. Well, you talk about the, the sorry. <laughs> you talk about the interest rate. That's, that's something that, uh, you know, obviously we talk to our financial right. institutions and stuff. And with you guys being this, this city and municipality and stuff, According to what my guys have been telling me, you guys can get a a, a better, a lot better interest rate than right. we can when, when you go to bond that project. You know, if I could go to bond it for a half a percent interest right now, that right. makes a hell of a world of difference. But I can't, you know. But right. you guys can't. You know, half a percent might be a stretch, but my guys are telling me three quarter is probably within reach on a number at that number that Dale was just mentioning. You know, yeah. a higher number like that, and you get that down lower, maybe your interest rate would be a little bit higher. But you know. That's where it takes both you guys and us to, right. to make something work, to, to work together on it. Dale, have you got any idea how we could source that? I mean, do we go with an outside source to come up with this number? I, I, I don't I don't have that answer right now, Whitey. I just come across this this afternoon and thought it started bringing up red flags and was like, wow, we're trying to figure out how to partner with these people. And I want to partner with as many as we can. But when you've got everything all over the table on this mm -hmm. stuff, and they just bring a proposal and we're trying to base numbers off these proposals. I just, I don't have that answer, but I think we need to look into it. And, you know, I, I'm actually looking for the, what, what was that first council meeting when you guys were here and you sent the proposal to us? I don't know. We've been to too many now. <laughs> You've only been to three. You just got on. <laughs> and he's been to six. Yeah. I think they, I mean, they, right? I agree too. I think you need to look at it uh, on a on payback period too. I mean, if you can, if the city can loan that out and get that back in 20, 25 years, you know, I think that's a great deal. Absolutely. You know, if we could, if, if us, Tanir, the city would say, we'll give you guys the tax revenue and the the uh, utility revenue off of 25 years, we wouldn't ask for a damn dime. We wouldn't need it. So, so you don't so, get it. So, is that proposal you're making? I've already asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years is a long time for gas fees. Yeah. But, and you know, I guess with the noise we have enough big meetings too now, I mean, we realize that you do have a lot going on. You got a lot, you're being pulled a lot of different directions, and you got not just housing assets, but money. But we don't want to be penalized for being you know, the last ones to the table because one thing we think we've got is. Our intent is, what if things work out, is to be something fairly affordable. And I'm not going to pick on East Shore Landing, but I am going to pick on East Shore Landing. Yeah, he, if he put his streets in, that's great. But how many people sitting here can go out and pay $120,000 for a lot? You got to buy two. And you haven't right. put a spade in there. I don't pull that affordable housing. 
Right. Well, if you spent two hundred forty thousand, you better have most of that house out of the ground and get ready to move into. So that's what we want to try and do. Yeah, we're not on the lake. We have a lake, you know, we got a lake view not on the lake, but we're also not charging on the lake prices. Hopefully, we can't do it ourselves. But that's what I would need. We got to get partnered up with somebody. And, uh, and the city needs the housing. So well, you know, is there way. anything through the League of Cities that somebody could <clears throat> give us a, I don't know, formula or something? But... Yeah, really nothing jumps to jumps to mind right now. Because when, when you do that and you start comparing yourself against other communities, then you're, you're comparing you know, your circumstances among those other communities, knowing that the circumstances aren't going to be the same. We've talked to a few other city officials in the surrounding area, too, and we get that blank stare, like, you're trying to do what? You know, like, they just don't have anything comparable to what we're asking. That you could even... Denison was the closest, and Denison, you know, they, they we got told down there by one of their, their uh, ex-community uh, board members that, uh, you know, they would come in and they'd put all the infrastructure in. So that's the only comparable we have, but the size of that development, I don't have a clue what, what they were talking about. You know, three house lots, or three lots in mm -hmm. urban development, that's a different story than what we're asking for. Uh, the other thing you mentioned about uh, the 25 hookups, and yes, the, the idea is that we would put all the infrastructure in for that south side as well. You know, with our purchase agreement, we have the uh, first right of refusal for that south side. We've already had discussions on coming to an agreement on price to buy that as this goes on to just do it all at once. That wasn't on the table originally. It is on the table now. Um, it kind of got, excuse me for overuse of the term, but it got tabled in our discussion for the fact that we need to come to agreeable terms here before we really move forward. So, but it only makes sense to put all the infrastructure in from the beginning, so you're not having to do it later, not having to tear up streets or put anything in after the fact. So. Yeah, whatever goes in, in the end run, you guys own it when it's done. It's yours. Infrastructure yours, not ours anymore. We don't and and we the, part of that risk is how, how fast is the building going to take place? Good question. We since the this came out at that meeting here what three four weeks ago, we've had about seven inquiries for different lots over there already. January third, first day. So that's in addition to what we plan to do ourselves. Right. You know? So it's very so you're, you're talking about putting some spec houses up then. Yes. How many? If everything went together in the perfect world, and you know, you guys only found us like we think you're going to, and then we'll get there. <laughs> but if, once that was ready, we'll probably be the first one to go spade in there. We're gonna we're gonna pop something in the right away because you know, with housing developments like it in the one we've had over there, you know, bare grounds hits bare. As soon as you plant a seed, everybody else now I can build too. And we we're gonna plant seeds so we get going. I obviously we're not ready to make a decision tonight, but we're putting stuff together. But it's been very good feedback and communication back and forth, if that makes sense. And 
I'm going to speak for myself very highly. We want to be able to partner with you. We just got to come to figure out what that partnership looks like. No, we appreciate you guys considering it. Like I said, I know you guys. I've seen what's being thrown at you from every angle. And, you know, it's not fun to sit on that side of the table. I've been on that side of the table. I don't know what you're We think we've got a pretty good deal. We think it's good for the community. I got one question. The, the last meeting kind of hurt me up. And just said that you can't get transformers. I mean, if this was going to go, could we, are we going to be able to get transformers out there for our infrastructure? Or it'll be a year before you do it. It's, if we got to sit on that for a year, I want the infrastructure a year on stuff we can't even use. I can't buy one right now. One, you could not order one for 2022. You had mentioned that you had enough to do the Outlot 20 and the East Shore landing. That Cuts us pretty thin if we do something in the campground like we did last year or something like that happens. We can't, is, I can't leave myself it, high and dry. For, how many did we send in for Ricky uh, Rebuild? They got me on the schedule to come and pick them up and <coughs> six month turnaround to get them back. But July is what we were talking yep. about. Yep. And that's like, I think I'll end up with 12. Is it 50 KBAs? Which is, is typically. Single phase 50 KVA is what you put in in a housing area. How many is that going to pay for? There's no engineer on that. Scott and I are going to talk to DGR on that. I, I'm not qualified to lay that out and, and make it flow like it's got the right voltage for the distance and all that. So, a question that I'm just asking because I sure don't know, know either. So like at the landing and outlot 20, those have to be put in yet. Is, can you put in, I mean, there aren't, not every lot has got a house going on or neither one. Can you break it up a little bit so that each place would be able to handle it or is that not feasible either? Typically what you do is you, you set a transformer and you feed a couple what we call handles and those handles could feed four to six houses. So you set a transformer center located and branch off of that for those other spots. You're looking at 22 lots, I believe, out there. So, but when you do it, it's just like any other, you know, street or anything else. You don't want to put in a transformer, put, you know, one in and or two in of housing, and then oh shit, now we got to put a grave in a feed over and dig across their yard. I I typically want to do it and have it laid out just like everybody else does. So it's there. What, but I think what you're saying might make some sense in the order. In today's world, we don't have everything readily available. If we got everything going on, how do we rationalize what we do have to make it work for everybody? Because what you're saying is, you know, I'll use this as an example. We know we think he's building one this year, maybe two. And we don't know where it's going from there. And you're talking about possibly seven or eight going up if we find enough contractors and supplies to build everything. We might need more out there than we got out lot 20 that we got to find enough stuff for whatever is going there. It would be nice to know if he's building one or two out on the what I would call the north end because the four lots you're just pointing at, Dale, I think that's, that's already there. This is huge. That power is already in there for that little piece because. I initially was told last year he was going to build a duplex to support himself last year, and it 
didn't get that far. And is he was, is he talking building here? Yes. Mm -hmm. A duplex and a duplex on that end. Yeah, I thought he was going to go there too. So. Unless he's changed his mind. If that's no, he's, everything he's going to be waiting for power. Four, on the one end. Okay. four street facing lots on the side. So if that power might already be there, yeah. to see that it's, we can't talk for him because he's not here. We don't know. But I think as a city, we have to look at if we come to agreements with what we can propose to everybody, and they come back and say, hey, we're moving forward. But we have to rationalize a lot what we got in today's world, or it might have to be put on hold, unfortunately. And I'm still waiting for what they call a slot to find out when I can start ordering for 23. As soon as I can get my name in the slot, I'm getting my name. At, and there's four distributors that I can go through. I'm getting my name in every one I can get my name in. We never typically bought from all four of them all the time. I've been buying a little from each of them now because if one's got it and the other one don't that you typically buy, and you don't buy from them, they're not insulted. You're insulted their customer. So that's what I've been trying to do. You know what? And, and you guys are in the same business with yeah. the supply chain today. Yeah. So yeah. at least everybody understands that. I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, my first, this is my first year of being into this deal. And as far as trying to plan this stuff out, and it's not been too fun, really. <laughs> Time to get into it. <laughs> Why? Well, I just was curious if would all go. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. So let's say everything goes as planned. Um, you guys said March deadline is when you need to know. When are you getting it started this summer? It started as soon as we could because the weather is fit, which June, May, last couple years in April. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Unfortunately, it looks dry right now. Yeah, so we might be able to start right away. And, and if, if we if we do come up with something, we've got to get the ball rolling rather quickly anyway to get the bids out there for the streets, the water, the sewer, all that stuff. And I see you use King, right? One of them, JJ King, I think that was one of those. You know, so their their schedules go up too, I'm sure. So. Just that 
we would uh, ask for additional information from the staff and we try to give what you can and, and have the council reconsider things? Or would you look at doing some committee work with the council committee to dive into that a little bit deeper on, on certain things? What's, uh, what's your thoughts about how we can keep this thing moving forward? Well, I'm gonna guess that because it could take a lot of time at a council meeting. We yeah. almost have to have a committee take a look at that. I think it's really, how, how do we do a committee when we can't have more trips there? No, it's just two people. Just it's just two. Yeah, it's it, two. It would probably be two council members and the mayor. Mm -hmm. So do you want to borrow money to do these for housing projects? Is that what you're- Oh, we're going to have to. Uh, do I want to? Yep. I don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, I'm just got if you want to. I, I borrow it. I, I don't know if I want to borrow money for it or not because of everything else that we've got going and we've got to spend money on. But I don't want to pass up the opportunity. It's kind of a double edged sword, I guess you'd say. I don't want to pass up the opportunity to work with developers either to create more housing. Does that make sense? Am I saying that the right way? Somewhere along the line, you got to decide. Yeah, exactly. We do. It looks like sooner rather than later. You yeah. just got to know. We've got a lot of things on the docket that we've got money thrown out there for that we can't change. I think you need to do a committee. So keep moving along. I, you know, I guess I tend to agree. There, there'll, there'll be some legwork that's that's involved with this. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we're doing a committee and you need a volunteer to be on the committee, I'll volunteer with you. If that's what you will, you willing to sit in then too, Mayor? Yeah. Okay. Somebody else who would like to be on the committee? I would, except you have to do it in the evenings. I'm on time. Well, it's going to take a lot of phone calls yeah, and, and analyze it. Right. You know, I, I mean, just a little bit that I did this afternoon was just with the information that I had and start raising up, I should say red flags with question marks. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, Figure this out, and I, I we're at a crunch. I don't want to say crunch for time, but we're in a crunch for time. We're in budget session. He's got to have answers. I'm sure that anybody else, I'm sure Scott Lyon would like to know what we're going to do there, so they can start planning if that's the direction they're going. Um, it's a double-edged sword. A great problem to have. Okay. Why are you interested also? Yeah. Anybody else wants to? Bill, why in the mayor? Is that? I'm sure. Somebody want to make a motion to establish a council committee? I'll make that motion. Second. I'll second. Full call. Holtman. <coughs> yes. Frank. Yes. Muller. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Beckman. Yes. See any information the rest of the council or right. people want to give Come us? With. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a joint thing because they all can't be at the same meeting. Right. Unless we call a meeting. Such as we're having now. Right. But I mean, can't, if, I don't know how, how many hour notice do you have to give before you have a special council meeting? 24 hours. 24 hours. So if we came up with something that we wanted to get the whole group together for mm -hmm. that one subject, we could do it. And if I take if I take several meetings, is that just place, please find out what the 
and say she says, then like I said, it could take a couple minutes. It can't be more than three because Craig's been to three. Both sides of my butt still left. They can get a little long, yeah. Well, that's fair enough that we'll start working on that. And I'd say, you know, you want to give us homework? Give us the homework. We've been working on this for a long time. We put a lot of effort into it and a lot of research and time spent, you know. Find your bottom dollar. Yeah. Find your bottom dollar. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should be both working. So we just name them. The bottom dollar is. Well, we'll come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. And we hope it works for you guys too. And, um, because we're not just speaking for us; we're speaking for one of twelve hundred residents of the city. Let's push pretty hard by housing. Right. Don't really no. do anything for them other than encourage them for their ideas too, because obviously you know, I think their their mind and their hearts in the right place. Absolutely. It's a great problem to have. We have a great problem. It is going on things. It's exciting times, really. Yeah, Finally, yeah. lots to build on. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, pretty soon. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, good? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's one of my biggest, well, I'll say it the right way, pet peeve, I guess you'd say. Okay. What are you thinking? If one's building a new house in Lakeview right now, where are you going? You guys are going to shut them down here. Got papers this week, so you know, probably come across your desk. Too. <laughs> All right, thank you, Thank you, thank you for your consideration. Yeah, you made a motion that before you going to send that. Oh, I was supposed to do that. I guess you just it's glad for lack of a senator. senator we can glad for the lack of one. It would not have happened. Yes, I'm not saying we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And just still somewhat related to to housing, though. Um, Let's flip to page 17. Um, just on, if, let's just take a look at page 17. This somewhat relates them to to the housing and, and as far as thinking about the types of funds that uh, that the city has available. So, uh, looking at, at three things here, the the section that would be in the green, those would be projects that are included in this first draft of, of the budget. And and just know that as we talk about a draft of the budget, I mean, things things are included in this draft, but it really just is that. And, and it, it's a draft and it's intended to be 
um, uh, cut apart and and make and made changes to and make sure that the <coughs> desires of the council are, are properly addressed there. So the the top part there with the green, those are are projects that are included in this draft. And as you work your way across, you see how uh, they were are proposed to be paid for. So just taking that top line for a street project for Lakeshore Drive and a couple uh, different areas of asphalt with a project cost of 228,000, 50,000 from, from general fund, 178,000 from road use tax. And you look at the, those other projects then too about outlaw 20 where we made that commitment that uh, 125,000 coming from the general fund to, uh, to pay for that. Or outlaw 20 water at 96,000. You see that's broke up between some from the general fund from uh, from sales tax lost is sales tax and then um, uh, we do have some money in, in a water sinking fund and that basically taps out that water sinking fund that was had previously been used to set aside for debt service. Same thing then with uh, with the highway or school water main loop um, cost there at 149,000. That project, um, I would tell you, when we talked about it before, it was always talked about at 120 or $125,000. We bumped that up a little bit because this makes that connection there um, at right by Jacobson's and, and redoes that the two inch water line over there serving the, serving the, you know, the motel and suites. So it, it, it uh, adds some additional cost to that. Um, and so we're right at 149 on that. ARPA is the is the COVID month, so that would be proposed to be uh, paid for with the COVID money. And, and use the COVID money for infrastructure. Yeah, matter of fact, the things the two things that are specifically allowed for are are water and uh, uh, broadband were specifically allowed for. Something that is specifically uh, not allowed for is troops. Which was strange. So um, while we're talking about that, how much of that ARCA money do we have? It, the total will be 161-ish. We have half of it now. The other half will come in the next few months. So we have 11,000 left for our AV Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the... <clears throat> Looking at the estimated balance line, the gray line, then that'll tell you what the estimated balance would be at the, oh, okay. at the end of of 23, if you know if you proceed with all of the items that are in green. Okay. Now the other thing to know there, Northwest City Pressure System, um, that is is proposed. It's in this draft, uh, showing that that would entirely be funded by that. Okay. On that Northwest City Pressure System. Did you guys have a study done by somebody, or did you just have somebody come in and engineer how we can get more pressure to it? The, just what I'm understanding from some of the residents, it's not a pressure issue, it's a volume issue. Okay. But I don't know that, again, people get that confused, and I'm just trying to make sure where we got our information from. Yeah, because it, it was it was an attempt to address pressure. And Peachman Kim did the did the analysis. I mean, it's it is a it's an engineering study, so to speak. But they didn't come out and shoot great on everything they right. used. So, so here's a perfect analogy for us to talk about that. So, use a fire hydrant that puts out 100 gallons a minute. Mm -hmm. and you hook a truck up to it that can pump 150 pounds 
per inch pressure, 100 PSI, 150 PSI, they can only pump it for how far until they're out of body. Sure. Yeah. So before, I guess here's where I'm going with this, before we spend $470,000 on a pressure pump system, it ain't gonna do us any good unless we've got the volume to, volume to, unit to move it. So I'm wondering, did we do the right, are we looking for the right information is what I'm getting. And here's where I'm going with where, I, where I'm asking this. To, so the, a couple of residents up in that Ash Street area are saying, well, when the nursing home is doing all their stuff in the morning with their laundry and baths and all that stuff, they don't have the water pressure at their place and they can't shower at their place because it's all going that direction. So, well, that's a volume issue, not a pressure issue. Isn't that loop feed going to help? The loop feed will help with uh, quantity. Okay, it doesn't do anything for pressure. Right, well, yes. so I guess my question is, is it a pressure issue or is it a volume issue? Do we know the answer to that before we spend $470,000? Follow what I'm saying? I, I do. Because, and then my next question, if that loop feed is going to help with the volume issue, and I don't know how big a main we're looking at putting in there, but if, if we're going from a two to a four or a six. six. And is a six what's feeding that today? Or are we going from no, a four eight? inch goes past the front of the school, right? Correct. And then that's a four inch that goes from Jacobson out to Denny's house. That's a four. That's a four inch. I don't know if that's a four inch. And we're talking about replacing the two inch that comes down, down the street east and west. That goes to all it goes to is the hotel. And leave by pieces? No, his goes across the road already. George Cross owned that. He paid George Schmidt to bore the road and half the main on the south side of the road in front of Shodden's, Debbie Shodden's. So, how big is that? Four inch, I believe. I think that's four also. So, we're going to put in a six inch from Jacobson over to the school. To Jacobson's to Bill Riley's. To Bill Riley's. Yeah. Or no, excuse me. Denny's house to Bill Riley's. Denny's house to Bill Riley's. Yeah. We're going to put in a six inch there. And then we're going to loop it. And we're looping it from <coughs> Bill Riley's all the way back to the motel. So that may e eventually, but or essentially, but the loop, the loop itself is from. And there's a main in front of Denny's house. So from Denny's house to Bill's to to uh, connect to existing main. Okay, so but my question is trying to follow. We have a four inch feed in this, mm -hmm. four inch feed in this, and now we're going to put a six inch. And we'd have two four feet in the six. I think that's true. Okay. Well, we should try to do the loop feed first. That is pure sort of problems we don't need to pump. You gotta find out what's going on. That's what that's my point. Yeah. And and I guess where I'm going with this, maybe it took too long to get there because that's the way I am, is if that loop feed works, is there another loop feed that we can do that might help that situation up there as well? Because I truly believe it's a volume issue, not a pressure issue. I don't know that. That's just my thought process of listening to them tell me what they're experiencing. Does that make sense to you guys? Mm -hmm. and, and I don't want to spend four hundred seventy thousand dollars 
on a pressure issue when you can't pump because you can't pump air. You know, if you ain't got the volume, you ain't that pump system ain't doing us nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you simply do the loop feed first and let the winter pump drain the pressure, Thank that's you. how we just check with me and Tim and find out. Yeah, well, they, they, so they've done some some further analysis on loops too. They gave us three different analysis on, on doing some loops. Is that, but is it addressing the volume or the pressure? Well, But, you know, I, I, I think I'd probably share that the, the same opinion that I don't know that we're ready to jump on a on a big pressure project. You know, if this is something that you want to continue to take a look at, it takes some additional study. Well, I, I, I think it's something that needs to be looked at, but I don't want to just throw money at something unless we're doing it right. Probably on the corner of Fifth and it says six hundred. It's five fifteen Ash Avenue. Well, oh, there's four point three in Ash Avenue. Seven eight thousand. Oh, I, I need to confirm and just get you oh. get you copies of this of this too. We we do have this engineering study on the a joint letter on the on the pressure system and the and the loop feeds. And I, I'll just take copies of that. Right? Hopefully, I've provided it there. Got it. Yeah, he's looking. This is they say this one's just a letter. It's not an engineering mm -hmm. analysis necessarily. I can't understand what DMK is saying when they're here. <laughs> <laughs> I get lost when they start going four point six million. I love talking engineering. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think that's a viable concern that we all think share. Well, if we go to spend four hundred sixty-nine million, we're going to take any more time than just in six months to decide to do it. We just don't do that. I think that's I'm trying to explain myself. Does that make sense? Just do loop first. Yeah. We'll address that. Yeah, and then it, I just didn't want to put a six inch if we're only going to have one four inch feed of six, but if we're going to two four inch feed that six, that should help. We we need a, a permit from the DNR in order to extend this water and they only have six inches. Well that's it should be done that way. All right. Yeah. Oh, so as you look at this financing cap, uh, large capital projects page again 17 and you so we've worked our way down to the middle of the page where you see the gray line about estimated balances so if you're saying that we would do these these projects up top that uh, tells you what the the estimated ending fund balance is in all of these funds so i would say that the general fund has an ending fund balance of five hundred eighty nine thousand dollars okay uh, thirty thousand in road use tax 141,000 in sales tax. Okay. And then estimated ending balances are also including the revenues we're receiving. Yes. Yep. Yep. So then you look at the, at the pink projects on the bottom. Those are not included in the uh, in the draft of the budget. I thought that out what 20, it was the developer's responsibility for the drainage. Well, so that's where we're at with this with this thing here too. You'd ask to yeah. that we would would have them take a look at the uh, the 
feasibility of, of draining that more towards the the old sewer plants. So they have been here. They were here just on on Friday and shot this, and and then they were able to to turn it around pretty quick and get it here today. But uh, really, what this says is it, it would take about 1,700 feet of, of pipe to to get the elevation that it would need to to drain that way. Um, it's actually a, a lot longer run than than it would be on anything else. The rest of, of that little packet then shows their original proposal about, about what it would take to drain that down the highway. And so it, it takes, if you're at the left side of the picture, it takes some, some grading of the ditch. And then you see the, the green boxes and dotted line that would be uh, a proposal to install storm sewer through that area. So it, it could keep draining then uh, to the east and eventually down towards speed towards the car wash area. Then, then the rest of the packet is that cost estimate on that where it still is 120,000 on that. They haven't, they haven't changed anything on that. 120 was the, was the cost estimate on, on doing that work. Um, so, so I'm sorry, I missed what you answered this question. I, that's still, that you know, it's gonna end up being being an issue yet for, for the council too about whether the developer would pay that, whether the city would assist with anything with that. Um, I'm sure we're not participating for $120,000. You know, it's uh, uh, we need to explore some different options then of, about ways that they could could do that and whether it is just some additional uh, ditch grading or filling and whether that does does anything to make it work, I need to be realistic about about this because I mean, one hundred twenty thousand dollars to drain that area is uh, We've pretty significant. Already got over half a million invested already. Mm -hmm. So I guess the the answer here is that we continue to work with the with the engineer to try to develop some some alternatives that are cost effective. Are you looking at your your tape map on on the second page? Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're looking at dumping more water down there on the, along the highway. Have you talked to DOT or anything then? Not, not yet. I to go to the north district no. from the bottom end of the hill? No. Nope, not yet. But that certainly would be, we'd work, would work with them about. Didn't, didn't we talk yeah. a couple of meetings ago about reaching out to them to see about partnering with that? I just haven't noticed. But well, we were going to plan where actually do, yeah. Well, we need to see what they're willing to <laughs> That might make a difference on what plan we're going to do. Yeah. Or which plan they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, it is in the development of the new place. We're not responsible for drainage. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We are the cause of this. Pardon me? We are the cause of this. <clears throat> Dumping more water that way. Uh, down no, the water? Yeah. 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 All right. So, I, so, so I, I mean, seriously, while we're talking about this, I mean, we've talked about drainage for Outlot 20 at several meetings. And yet, it's not our. It's not in our development. But yet, we. I mean, we've been working jointly with with the developers 
Um, this would have so what's it, what, so what does the development agreement do that if we, if we sign a development agreement that we're not responsible for drainage, but yet then they come back to us after the agreement and now they want to work with us on more? I, I guess you're I, stating? No, I do agree with you that, that, you know, when you get right down to it, the development agreement is what it is. Right. So I guess I'm saying that well, it's a, maybe I'm being way wrong here, but it's a moot point. We've got 480 some thousand stuck in this lot right now. If my math is correct, I think it's pretty close. Give or take 10,000. How's that? Okay. Um, and then now we want to look at spending another 120. Not much. No. <laughs> well, we, don't want we have a development that. agreement that we're not tied to. But, that but then, right, right, right. That's my point. Then we're selling for ten dollars. Sold it. Sold it. Yeah. 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 Let's just let them worry about it. Well, I think with everything else that we got going on, I mean, I don't um, know. that that was there. That was in the development agreement before I was elected on the council, and I think that's what we got to stand by. And if we don't have to stand by that, then we can change lots of things in our development agreement. Yep. We'll, yep. We'll I still would like us to reach out to the state and worry about down in front of the car wash with that drainage issue and see what we're going to do there. Mm -hmm. And then, then if we know that we're going to take some type of drainage situation from there and go to the north to get rid of that, to alleviate part of that problem, however we're going to do that, then we have the option of the developer doing out lot 20, whatever he, if he wants to send more money down, more water down that way, excuse me, water, or go to the other direction. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because we know that's an issue down there, has been, and the state should know it. And it'd be great if we could partner. We're, we're assuming that's going to be an issue going over the road. It already does. It already goes <laughs> over the road down there. <laughs> Anytime we get a lot of moisture. I think it happened last year again. Yeah, come pretty close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right to the edge of the Yeah. It's been over the road down there. Yeah, like the picture no. Because right. the drain underneath there was busted in three places. Huh? Well, and I think that's what we got to work with the state to look at that. Uh, Is that ours or the state's? Permission from nobody, the state. Yeah, nobody, nobody likes to claim ownership of that, although the, the state has said they've performed maintenance on it. And the uh, developer actually down there, Shaven was talking to him. Shaven offered to pay for it if they'd give him a permit. And like I said, you know, you're going that railroad trestle up there. There's, there was, you know, we're sending water completely down that hill now, where before it used to drain more toward the north down by the old solar plant. It was really this oh. area when there was a railroad trestle on the there. And they built a ditch in, now we got troubles. Now we've got more trouble. Uh, so then did we also yeah, yeah so did we also talk about uh, pad and utility projects but waiting a year on that correct yeah that's to have a notified campers that they can't run right, right. do that a year because we we are doing having uh that engineer come shoot that whole campground right. Right. and that is not that's the same way with the EGR study on the electrical stuff right, right. Yeah. Yeah. and did you find anything out on the 50 to 70 amp service yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you all laughed and yep. so did he. Yep. He goes, I've never heard that. That's never going to happen. Okay. That's all we he need. He says 50 amps. 
for all big RVs and all you've probably ever seen. Sure. And he answered that question. And I pretty much trust Gary. Well, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I've seen it in our paperwork. I talked to it personally. So. Okay. All right. Let's, let's just flip through these pages, then I want to talk through a couple things. So we're on 18 and, and just looking at some project costs about how things uh, how things are funded. That Evapco water phase one, that, that has largely been done already. Okay, so all the construction's done. Um, we do still owe the retainage to, to King. That'll come back to us here uh, to get that paid very shortly. And then the thing that's not related to Tobacco is that Jacob seated incentive payment of, of 650 that we had agreed to that too. So really looking at that total for the Tobacco water phase one and, and Jacobson, 209,000. That's financed by that internal debt to TIF um, of 200,000. So we so, add. So where'd that internal TIF come from? The electric improvement. Okay. So that didn't take out of the. 400 and some tip dollars that we already have. No, no. So, so how come, can I ask you a question, why you borrowed money from one department to another when you had the funds in that department? You, you need to show debt to be able to continue to receive tip. So this is okay. an internal debt source. Looking at that Evapco water phase two, you see what the, the costs are associated uh, with that about, about engineering construction costs on this. This does include contingencies and administration. Okay, so if you're at 574, <coughs> um, we, I do want to assume that we're going to get that, that EDA. You know, if everything's positive, we should should be uh, following through, and that would happen. And that's four hundred eighteen thousand, and then you look to finance the rest of that with some additional tip debt. And so it's uh, with the funding there being seventy five thousand coming out of the current uh, year, and that's dealing with uh, a lot of the engineering and, and get started with the project, and the remainder then budgeted uh, in this in this uh, draft budget then for next year. Have we this this phase two has already been bid and has not has not, not been designed yet because we got to hear about that grant. Okay. And then they'll have some certain engineering paperwork that goes along with it to to know that uh, we meet all the federal requirements. Of it. Okay. When will we hear about this grant? We we got to have the uh, the historical done by the end of January. And everything's in line in line for that, and that was really the last thing that was pending. And then we would—I couldn't give you an actual date when that would be, but it'd be a matter of weeks, not months. Um, looking at the uh, project costs uh, on page 19, again, this just showed showed the cost of the pressure system with construction and contingency engineering. That's the the 469,000. If we were to proceed with this, the proposal would be that to be financed with tip debt. And then you look at the big box at the at the middle of the page about the issuance of that tip debt thing. So it's the amount that would be needed for the evaco water phase two, the amount for the pressure system, 
and then it's, it refinances the the two hundred thousand internal, and it goes back to our electric fund. Goes back to the electric fund then, and this would then be a a real debt issuance outside of the city. We'd basically be borrowing it from the banks. So uh, ten thousand or eight thirty five. Eight thirty five. So we have to borrow eight hundred thirty-five thousand if all these things. Like if all those things were were to happen, yes, that's what it would be. So would that be a, a general obligation bond? It's technically a, a it counts general obligation against the debt limit, but it's financed by the TIP. Okay, so it's financed by the TIP, and it, and everything works out uh, great on the on the cash flow of that. If over the course, if we repay that over the course of 10 years and you got debt service that's about $100,000 every year, the TIP is generating that, that amount of money to pay off that debt. So it, it works, it works the way it's supposed to. So with this being said, kick out the pressure system. Right, you can kick out, yeah. yeah. But then you've got all these other development things that we're talking about, we're back into, Money. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly is a different type of debt issuance. If you if you look at borrowing money to assist with the with the housing development, that likely is just a general obligation. It's not financed by the tip. This is a general obligation bond. What's typically the rate on it? I I put down two and a half percent, and it'd be somewhere around. We're not, uh, we so, don't have a rating, you know, we're not a rated debt or anything like that. So, you made the comment about paying back $100,000 in your tip, right? Oh, we would look to, to refinance that all, and you'd pay it, pay it all back. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, it's uh, paid back over the course of the debt issuance, says it's repaid in two years. Uh, so do we know, and I'm sure you do know, the amount of TIF money that we are scheduled to generate a year for the next 10 years? We we know for sure what it is next budget year. Right. And then anything after that's an estimate. But, it, but it, you do have an estimate, sure. But, but it doesn't go, so like the lossy backfill, first stage of the backfill, TIF money, but that's been yep. in there so long. So what else is going to fall off shortly? That we would lose the next following year, or it would, what are we going to or what is, are we going to gain? Sure. It's where we, so the big thing is you're gaining the new evaporator. But isn't that a, a, a tax abatement schedule too? That's on that's on some of some tax abatements. So for the first five years, you get a a smaller percentage of the of the uh, increment for tip, for tip, but right. you still get you get that uh, that portion and then also, uh, you know, it's the, it's the new construction then that's going along with the highway. So it is everything from, you know, even Heartland down there for the for that construction and Shavens and and then Sparky's and Dickinson, uh, uh, you know, all, all that. Correct. And then plus Crescent Park Drive. Yeah, that's that's actually that actually rolled on for this year. It did. So what is this year's budget year? 16. Sixty-two or sixty-three thousand. So we're talking to expected of getting sixty-three thousand. Yep. And you want to pay back a hundred. Yeah. In, so in we're the twenty-seven thousand. So thirty-seven thousand. In the subsequent years. Yep. 
because we do we do keep keep adding that new stuff that, on that new stuff on. So yeah, in in subsequent years, Dale, it will continue to grow. Do we know how fast they get to the hundred? For here's the rough math for every million dollars of, of of taxable valuation that we have, it generates about twenty five thousand dollars. Say that again. For every million dollars taxable valuation, generates twenty five thousand dollars. But now that's after our is that after the tax abatement, like you were talking. Yeah, for tax abatement. And on Jacobson yeah. and on. Now, there is no abatement on Jacobson. There isn't. No, that's why we're pre, That's why we're okay. paying them that amount instead. Okay. So we just have the backflow tax abatement. Nothing on Sparky. There's there's tax abatement on Sparky. There is. Yeah. Sure. How about on. Uh, uh, Martin. Yep, there would be there too. So most of these new projects have tax abatement. Yep. So, and it's 70% in the first year. So you, it's adding 30% of the additional value. So 30% of 25,000 per million generated. Well, again, and we're just looking at that total. I'm just trying to figure out uh, to make sure that we can pay this back, like we said, at $100,000 a year. I mean, when I'm doing a payment of $100,000 a year over 10 years, I'm thinking I'm take, paying $100,000 year one, year two, year three, year four. So what you're trying to tell me, if I'm following you correctly, we're going to pay 60 the first year, then 65, then it could be 120 or 130 in year eight or nine. You can structure it that way if need be, but I wouldn't anticipate that you need to. It'll be a, a $100,000 payment in 23, 24, the first year that you're that. And you're anticipating we would have a hundred thousand of tip fund income for that. And whether it's income or not, or, or not, there's another fifty thousand dollars in balance. <coughs> there's, there's money. Well, you say there's money, but <laughs> I mean, I don't see it on too. paper. I mean, you, I mean, so we're spending our hundred thousand dollars tip income for the next ten years on these projects. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That, that would be a good idea. Uh, yeah, bottom of page 19 showed the just the cost on the uh, on the Highway 175 uh, water main loop that, that we had talked about, and that uh, fixes the area up there by the uh, by the hotel, and then also does the loop from uh, from Blessingtons to Riley's. And these are good numbers. The the number from the engineer there is that hundred twenty thousand dollars. This adds to it for for uh, the the unit cost to have them. Uh, replace that two inch with uh, with a bigger main there too. So those are unit costs from the engineer. Yes. Because the, uh, the other thing on that, and the reason I'm asking that question is everybody in this room knows how much shit has went up. I should say shit, but <laughs> stuff has went up. The other part about that, about the uh, the connection there at Jacobson and, and replacing this two inch, we were talking to Dean about that, about really having that be a, a city project that we would take care of ourselves. And we, we would anticipate the cost to be substantially less than that with defining materials. Right. But I, I don't want to give you anything that's too low, Dale. You know, well, I don't either. I don't, I'd rather have the high number than the low number yeah. and come out 
and that extra money that we can now utilize for pickleball court, for example, or whatever it may be, or the next project that we were short on. Yep. I don't want to go into a project expected to cost $150,000, and all of a sudden it's 180. No, it was good for four and turned out six. Yeah, I see that happening. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, we did too. Page 20, just gives a, a quick recap on how the, the proposal would work for, for budgeting for that community center. That it shows uh, current fiscal year purchasing the land, $50,000, and that's uh, reimbursed by donations, then would propose $25,000 in engineering and design, which would come from TIF. And they already committed to like 12,000, right? 12,000. For the engineers. It has been committed to on that, and then it'll be, there'll be some additional engineering for sure on the, on the uh, electrical and mechanical side. So we're looking at, at the budget then for next year, where there's 1.375. The number that, that's used for for this project yet is that 1.45 that, that we've used for the project so far. So we're in the in the process now of of refining that number. And I guess just here's here's a little update about that as far as the uh, uh, building design goes. So we've we've been working with with Lakeview Lumber refining the uh, the floor plan on that coming up with what the uh, uh, specifications of the building would be. So then and got through the first draft on that, that that they have submitted to the structural engineer. So that's where it's at right now is is with the structural engineer coming back with with plans on on that. Um, the engineer that we hired for the site plan has given us a, a draft on site plan then too. To incorporate, the, you know, the building, the building pad side, the, the site, the parking lot, and then uh, the green infrastructure. So I do have a proposal on that then too. The next thing to turn around then is, and uh, Aaron started doing this, is to work with with an engineer on the electrical and mechanical side of things. So and then we'll have some some uh, costs as far as what the uh, consulting fees would be on. That. So really, that's that's where we're at on on the design. So you have in the 22-23 budget remaining cost of one million three hundred seventy-five thousand. Yes, that's one point four five less the seventy-five up top. We needed those engineering times for the water for a grant. That's true. Right. Yeah, and we that's that's all coming together, right? We got twenty thousand a day. Yeah, it's uh, that we did did hear now that it's in it's official and public that the project was awarded that twenty thousand dollars grant from the rural innovation grant in the state. Is that the one that you sent us an email on? Yeah. Yes, sir. So really, um, you know, when you look at the grants, you know, we got the two hundred fifty thousand from Great Places, twenty thousand dollars from uh, uh, rural innovations. Those are those are the two biggest grants that they have. And then they're the fundraising side of things. They don't have an actual updated number, but they did something over 180. We got pre approved for a cap number, right? I put in the pre application. Yeah, pre application. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, that's a cool thing. So, you know, this, this project bill is it coming out of 
some general funds. No, yeah. Funds, the way this will but show in the, in the show on the budget. The way it shows in the draft of the budget is uh, is down how it's broke out down there. Four seventy five from TIF, one hundred fifty from do, from donations, and seven fifty from grants. Of of which those grants we've not been awarded many. That seven fifty total is it's not it's not that high. So and what happens if this project comes in at the one point nine that I showed in this one pamphlet last Monday night? Yeah, the council's going to have some decisions to make. It's uh, with, we don't have any any other earmarked funds for the project. What uh, so when is I want to do a hypothetical and that's terrible to do when you're doing a budget. Funds come the, the estimate comes back at the 1.45 million like it's been talked about. Mm -hmm. When does a shovel go on the ground? The the biggest thing they all hear on on uh, on financing deals with that cat grant and the, the cat grant applications are going to be due in this summer. The reason I'm asking that because we got 475,000 tip funds that maybe would go into maybe it's fiscal year 23, 24 budget before that shovel goes in the ground that we could be utilizing on some of these other projects. Am I saying that the right way or asking that question the right way? Yeah, just you know, the timeline that we've tried to use before is to is to be doing some construction, you know, late fall, winter of of uh, twenty two. You know, if if things fall in into line, that's that's conceivable. Okay, but and that's why that, I showed that. that but if they don't for that one point four or one point nine, whatever it is, that could be later. Because grants have to be spent at a certain time. Yes. Okay. So it's all is It's all hopefully everything comes together. Yep. And that's why you really it, it shows from a budget perspective it just shows the expenses and the equivalent amount of revenue coming in. It's just a, a an in and out of wash on that. But uh, or how, however much the project would be, but we just have to they have to raise that much money. Mm -hmm. We won't know what cost to get that stuff back. Correct. That's true. Well, and that's why we that's why we, did that. that's why we voted on spending money. So when you said Aaron is coming up with the electrical and HVAC, working with the this electrical engineer. Okay, Aaron Brotherton. Mm -hmm. The same yeah. way we did the library district. And how close was that? I'm just asking. Mm -hmm. So looking at, at page 21, that's the running balance of, of the typical. So if if you uh, starting out at the at the highlighted line in the middle of the page, and that is that is the balance in the account then as of December. So then as we pay the retainage and pay the Jacobson incentive. So then you then, then you see the property taxes that would roll in yet for this uh, for the remainder of this current fiscal year. Okay, okay. so on this sheet it shows level twenty two, we're getting thirty one thousand three thirty six. Yeah, twice. 
for the sixty. Yeah, that's the the two. That's the two uh, tax payments. Okay. Yeah. And that is the amount that the the where is county has for has said it's coming. So in five one, we're getting sixteen thousand four forty. That's the amount remaining for this current fiscal year. Okay. Of the amount yet that the, the county has told us to expect. Okay. So this is sixty-two thousand seven hundred. Now this shows that large, um, that yeah. large loan are being taken out, you know. And if you decide that you're not going to proceed with the uh, with the pressure system, that would go down. But in order to in order to still do that uh, Evapco water main project, we would be looking at, at some additional debt. And while we're doing the debt for for that, we would look to refinance the existing two hundred thousand dollars. So we're going to borrow back from the world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah, they don't have any other tips on how to work that way. Okay. All right. So um, now we're just going to get into some, some basic in, information stuff then. Uh, and we've, uh, page 22, just some informational charts about rollback figures for. Uh, for the different classifications of property, and we've talked through this a little bit, that the residential rollback is down, excuse me, over 2% from, from what this current uh, fiscal year is. So next year, the residential rollback will be 54.13%. Okay. Multi-residential continues to go down every year, 3.75%. 3, 3 next year, actually, that drops down to whatever the residential uh, rollback is so it'll be a much more significant drop off than that for next year and that's for for our apartments that we have here in town but it's also for the uh nursing but there's a yeah it's still a relatively small portion of our of our valuation but it's significant okay um, commercial and industrial still at 90 percent um, bottom half of the page gets to the uh, road use uh, tax per capita estimates. The state provides an estimate for that. Of, and so per person per capita this year, $126.50 would come in. Now, it's also now based upon our new census where we were 1142, it's dropped a little bit, it's 1113. So our, our total, um, our total road use tax loans are actually down a little bit next year compared to this current. So our population went down. I'm just trying to figure this out, but I think I know the answer. Is our population went down, but our housing has went up. Yeah. And it's because we don't have full-time residents. That's true. So that's, that's, that's the that's reason. Yeah. Yeah, that 1113 people is is the census population, and they only they only count the permanent full-time folks. A uh, couple other changes then on the bottom deals with the uh, uh, IPERS contribution rates. No, no change to the regular class. Um, there's a slight change then to protection class. That's the amount that we pay for the uh, for the place. So the employer's rate goes up three tenths of a percent, up to nine point six one percent. Next page just shows those taxable valuations. We have went through this before, and you see that our taxable uh, valuation goes up at 10.8%. Uh, 
guys this year? No, we are not. We're we're and uh, yeah we're still doing birthday. I I we we added nine point six million dollars in in taxable value taxable valuation this year, and that's more than several of the communities in the county in total. Which I just that's for that it was a great year for so we um and it had a lot to do with West Ryan. Yeah, I asked the assessor that too, and that was, that was part. Now, a lot of that, and a lot of it for us too, is that is that reevaluation, reassessment, you know, residential values went up. Yeah. So, uh, as we look uh, at property tax on the next page, these property tax scenarios. Um, and this will be the one thing that we that we really need to do tonight is to establish maximum property tax uh, dollars. Okay, so um, the way the the way the state law works is that we need to have a public hearing, and the issue that you really have in the public hearing on is is general fund tax dollars. In our case, it's the general fund, um, and they we would publish the amount that we get this year. And then publish what the amount of dollars would be proposed for next year. And you could you can make that be whatever whatever it is that you think you need or uh, or would like it to be. But there there's one thing in the state code that is a break off on there, and it deals with two percent. And the only thing about this two percent is that if the city would propose to increase our general uh, general fund tax dollars by more than two percent. The budget needs to pass by a supermajority of council members. Then. Okay, and that's the only that's the only uh, difference about what the two percent thing is. Other than uh, you can just kind of use it though as a as a rule of thumb then too, if that's something that we could could aim towards. So I gave you some options there, keeping the general fund dollars the same, and um, so let's. These are the numbers here in, in total, our tax levy this year, it shows as 7.948. So figure $7.95 per thousand uh, dollar of taxable valuation. If we keep the general fund dollars the same, that 794 becomes $7.16, so it drops 79 cents. If you keep the general fund tax dollars the same. In the middle section there, shows about increasing the general fund tax dollars by 2%. Again, our tax rate right now is 794. If we would increase general fund tax dollars by 2%, the levy is still at 729. So it's a, a levy reduction of 66 cents. If we would look at keeping the total tax levy the same this year, it shows that at the bottom. So if we're at 795 now and you would keep it at 795, you can see what happens to the general fund there about the type of dollars that it that it generates, $77,000 of additional um, general fund property tax dollars. But the total tax asking stays at $7.95. So as we as we talk about this and talk through the budget, um, 
the numbers that are that are included in this draft of the budget show that two percent increase in general fund dollars. Okay, so that would be a, uh, a tax levy decrease, but the, the general fund dollars go up two percent. So keep that in the back of your You're mind. You're talking about the one in the middle. The one in the middle. Yep. Just keep that in in the back of your mind as we talk through. Uh, the big picture budget stuff about where where we would sit on uh, the general fund, especially because you know, that's the that's the fund that that we're looking at as far as uh, assessing tax. Can we back up to page twenty-three? Where I have a quick question. So, lead you tip percent by tip. What what are the numbers on there for? So, we want to show the total amount of value uh, of our total taxable value. What part of, of our total taxable value is, is within the tip? Okay. okay, and that's all that it, that it contains to show that it's for one tax of the three. No, it's the 2.63 percent. So we're at uh, so of our total taxable value, 2.6 percent <coughs> is in the tip. So from 2020 to 2021, that fiscal year compared to 21 to 22. That's when the evacuate project fell off. That's right. And then now, 22-23, we're only going up to 2-6. Right. When does, sorry, 23-24 is one of the metal ones come back on then? The, the additional stuff on the highway would come on next year. And the following year after that, look for the evacuate project to come on. Okay. So the, the percentage there, percent value is tip will, will climb. Is there any... Is there any rules, regulations, guidelines on what that can be? There's no, there's no regulation on it, but we do want to provide it as a, as a guideline. But sure, don't want it to be too high. Right. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's. Uh, we were at seven percent for for last few years. So this is something we need to move on rather quickly, as well for the public hearing. Correct. Yeah. So before the night's done, I'm going to ask you to. Uh, to pass that resolution to establish public hearing date. And within that public hearing notice, we would establish what the maximum tax rate is. Now, you can choose a maximum tax rate to be whatever you want it to be, a maximum rate. Okay. And you can always work your way down from that if you would choose. So we choose a minimum? When you, when you put that in there, whatever you put as the maximum, they'll going to be the maximum. So. Well, it says valuations went up $25 million. Where are you? Where are you? At? On the top of page 24. We went up. Assessed valuations, yeah. Yeah, assessed. Okay. That's, that's 17%. Yeah, and then, then you take the amount, you got to include the residential rollback then and all of that stuff. So, by the time you account for all of the rollbacks, the uh, the taxable value went from 88 to 90 million. So 9.6 million more on our taxable valuation. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah. But but if we keep it the same, we don't get any more money. To keep the levy the same, yeah. You keep the levy the same, you get a lot more. Yeah, but if you keep but if the lower the levy, oh, so current year, budget year, 
Yep. General fund dollars stay the same. Yeah, so that's scenario number one where the general fund dollars stay the same. Okay. So where does this extra money go then on that 9.6 million in valuation? We have to lower the tax rate dollars. The tax rate, yes. Yep. For the budget that we're looking at, right, the way it's at right now, he's got it at the two. We got it at two. <clears throat> All right, sorry, I just wanted to. So, yep, the next page would show that resolution. We're going to ask you to uh, pass before the end of the night, and then on page 26, it shows you what the public notice is going to be. We fill in the amount of, of tax dollars there, and then it does tell you what the annual. Uh, percent changes in those dollars. So, so hypothetically, if we did the one in the middle on this page 24, then the annual percentage change would be two percent. Would be two percent. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, now we'll walk through a, a few of the things about how. Uh, become components of, of the budget. In um, page 27 just looks at wages. <coughs> so uh, within each of the departments, then based upon this, this spreadsheet, you can see that the amount amount would be budgeted for, for each one of these departments. The uh, at the top of the page, it tells you the assumptions. It's all full time union and non uh, non covered employees are assumed to increase 2%. Um, wages for part-time police are assumed to increase 2%, and returning summer wages increase 25 cents per hour. So if they, if they come back for uh, another year of employment, historically their wage has gone up 25 cents. So, um, so just looking at that top section for, for police, where it's talking about the hourly wage, that would be the hourly wage for, for next year. Again, that assumes 2%. And then it's, it just you just follow that down and it'll it'll tell you uh, basically uh, how much we're budgeting. If if it's at two hundred fifty four thousand dollars for the uh, for the police department, some of that's overtime. When you follow it back through the uh, the uh, all the budget forms, it'll it'll show two hundred forty eight thousand dollars or whatever as uh, as the amount of uh, for the police department. Nothing you know. No staffing changes or anything, of course, proposed with it within the police department. When you look at the parks, there there are a couple things that are are different there. So looking at the parks, where we would have Eric at, again <coughs> as a lead guy, Eric and Mark, um, and you see their hourly wages. I also would would propose a uh, another a third nine month parks worker. The concept there being that both Eric and Mark it really showed their desire that they would like to be able to work, work less hours. So we hire, hire a third uh, employee with the, uh, trying trying to work through this with, with three guys to where they're not paid too, too much more than what the two, the two guys would have been paid before. Because so Eric and Mark's hours are reduced. They're reduced. They're reduced. They're reduced. They're reduced. So the total of them three is, 
2% increase of the total of the two. Mm -hmm. I, no, I can't tell you that, but let's go ahead and it's more, it's more than what she was with. But, uh, I'd have to tell you what, what that is, but it, I'm sure it's more than 2%. Can you do it with Erica Mark and this Jade last year? Yes, yep. What's this Parks employee number two bio cell? Looking at, at having another uh, summertime parks employee. And, and one of the biggest things that uh, has come up is additional work is maintenance on those on those bio cells. So we'd look at having some additional uh, some additional help available to assist with that as well as um, helping out with uh, with any uh, additional maintenance in the park. Is that another one for Bumpog Alper? Yeah, and then another one. Uh, and then Ruth Green is still on this payroll too. Ruth would, assuming Ruth would would uh, want to come back, which she has talked about. That uh, yeah, we she'd be a campground, be there as a campground attendant. At twenty dollars an hour. Oh, we can have that discussion now. But uh, for budget purposes, it shows that. Way. And then we have an assistant manager. Yep. And then campground attendant one, two, and three. Yeah, and that would be that would be the really the normal amount of staff that we would look at for the campground. Manager, assistant manager, one, two, three on the attendance, and sometimes we've done four uh, four attendance, which would be yeah the uh, and that bump out helper would would be something additional to uh, help uh, really focusing on on the gardens a lot of it downtown by <coughs> that those types. Well, we're going to focus on the bump out, but we haven't focused on pyramid trees. In the town? In the town? No. I don't know. It used to fall under the parks department. I don't know what the department falls under anymore. Last spring, we had the Peters come in and trimmed in the campground. In the campground. And we do have a public works guys trimming street trees. Yeah, it's, it falls under public works. It used to fall under the parks. Yeah, years ago, it sure did. I guess I have an issue with working on bump outs and not working on trimming trees, and the trimming trees is a bigger issue than the bump outs. Well, well, the bump outs usually a high school kid. Well, it's still an they, issue. Can't, they can't trim trees. Well, my point is, it's still $2,000 that we can be assessing to somebody else to trim trees. I hear that a lot in our town. <clears throat> And if anybody watches the campers going out of town, they know it's an issue. Well, they usually try to cut the avenues into town. Usually yeah. trying to and doing but, it are two different things, is my point. And, and we're understand. talking about budget here, and we're going to budget for a bump out helper, and I don't see anything in here about trimming trees, what I'm getting at. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little testy over it, but it's an issue that needs to be done. The public works does the trim on the roads, it's not parks. It used to always be a party. It hasn't been for quite some time now. Several years. Ten plus years, I suppose. Essentially over retired, I think. Okay. Um, just on, on road use tax. We only pay for half of one guy out of out of road use tax, and then we've also paid for one utility for 
the other half of dummy coming out of water and then we see Dean. One guy out of out of sewer. See our uh, our electric guys, the three guys, and, and then two utility folders out of, out of electric. In, in the ideal situation, we sure would love to have three utility floaters. We have we have struggled with staffing on that last year. You had a 18-year-old? That you need to be 18 for, for, for floater. You, either floater? Yeah, the utility floater's position, you got to be 18. To work in the parks, you got to be 16. What about the... Yeah, utilities folder back here under road use. That that's still eighteen. That's eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It does electrical part. Um, it actually deals with uh, operating equipment, so specifically anything in regards to hoisting. So I mean, we never we can't operate similar for sure. Is that an insurance deal? State law. State law. Is that because we're a municipality? No, that same thing would apply to to anyone. How do these construct shops hire these younger kids that are not 18 year old skid loaders and stuff? I, I would not recommend it. Well, I'm not just asking the question. I just I thought maybe it was something for the municipality is what I'm asking. No, no, it's general. Uh, that's just a general employment rule. What's the minimum wage right now? 775 yet? 725, I think. 725. We'll struggle to get enough time to go by competitive ways. Right. Yeah. Those, uh, uh, those, those wages for uh, campground and for the floaters were adjusted last year. So that's like, uh, I think they're okay. I don't say anybody, fuck it. <laughs> we still can't get them. I, I remember years ago we used to have lifeguards and we were trying to pay them seven dollars an hour and you can't pay seven dollars an hour for the responsibility that they're at. It's probably something that needs to be looked at in today's world. But I don't know what a kid makes anymore today. Well, just in general. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because I do know that, you know, again, talking about lifeguards, but it's also rolled down to summer positions, you know, that neighboring communities have, have increased theirs, but we're still within the ballpark on, on similar, similar wages. Any other questions on that one? Um, page 29 just shows the police department costs, uh, those being... I think personnel costs are actual for for uh, 22, and then the uh, the estimated uh, budget then for this upcoming year. So what this really shows you is this this is what we give to the city of Wall Lake about how we compute their their uh, law enforcement contract. So the big box at the bottom shows that uh, as you put all of this stuff together and you come up with the, the total police department. Uh, operating cost three hundred eighty four thousand one forty nine, and we can compute that down to what it costs to to provide a man hour of service forty six seventeen, just over uh, over the life of the contract. Will it be just honored that same price then for Wally, and they pay us for twenty hours per week. But 
we had Brandon check on that a, a little bit of, about the wallet contract and, and where they were on ours. Can you talk about that a little bit? There, yeah, I think the right here is 740. <laughs> so it, it equal the hours equals about. So what my officers do is when they go there, they go for uh, they'll do patrol time for an hour, and they will send to dispatch. Like I, I was at C16, which is a designated area for Wallet. C16 one hour, so it creates a call. And so that's the way we can keep track of their hours that they've been there. So we are there for 14 hours a week, not including any calls for service. For example, say if we were on a call for, you know, two hours there dealing with a missing kid, which has happened. Or for instance, uh, we recently were, we dealt with a situation where we had to take somebody to the hospital and this person was there for three nights. Well, that's 24 hours that we had to be with that, that person through all three days. So that's 72 hours right there. So that accounts for that too. So when you're taking into account for that, that 42 or that 14 hours, you have to add the also the calls for service that we're also there for and, and what we respond to. That makes sense. We bill them for over hours? What's that? We bill them if we do extra hours? We haven't. We haven't. I'm computed this from our population compared to their population. They're at 75% of our population. Okay. But yet they're only paying 12.5% of our gross fees for the police department. Okay. Which I mean, just means that we spend more time over here than we do over there, even though the population is low. I agree, but it's, it's, I think they're getting held a good deal. Yes. I mean, well, I, I certainly can't they, argue with you, Mike, because we if give they the had same to put price an again. officer on and pay all the benefits, you know, diapers and unemployment and health insurance. Sure. You Furnish a vehicle. How long, how long is our contract? So, the, so we will uh, we'll renew it again. This, it's the last year of the contract is 22 23. So this upcoming budget year is is the last year of the contract. This time next year, we would be receiving notice about uh, renegotiating or whatever uh, option they would look at. So is there any way you can keep track of hours that we're not getting paid for? You know, we're over the extra hours? Over the next year. Yeah. Over the next year, so we got an idea of what is our average time over there, you know? Yeah, so what I can do is, yeah, I can do that. It, it, it's built into the cash before I could get that before. I think that that'd give us a, some actual, actual numbers that we're not guessing. I guess that keeps track. Yeah, I mean, yes. We're still in the first month, so I mean, you can go back and look for if there was anything out of the norm. And, then, and, and, and what's not in, in the account for that? is my administrative hours that I'm over there. 
speaking with city managers and, and so forth. That's not there because a lot of times I, I won't, because I'm not there for a full hour, I'm not C16ing me. Um, so that's not accounted for, but yes, that, I can start doing that personally so we can keep an exact number of where we're at on that. Um, <clears throat> more of a rough estimate, but I think we have a pretty good idea that a pretty good feel for that we are well at our 20 um, hours over there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, you know, things like taking that patient out to the hospital, you got to go for that. That's not hard. We're only really getting paid for 20 hours, of, and I'd like to see an average of how much we're actually overdo it then we can negotiate then we got some hard numbers to to uh come at them with you know what i'm saying it's important that we're not pulling numbers out of the air and yes yeah i can set up good i can have the cats okay. set up for that too so that would be that would be important to, to, to help a lot especially when we're coming up to renewing the contract Just uh, flipping to page 30, this is the same document that we had received, uh, reviewed on insurance costs. Um, just the uh, the budgeted amount are showed in the box, clear at the bottom. So we budgeted 124 from the general fund and 124,000 from the to, uh, to pay for all of our insurance costs. Okay, thank you. Thirty-one just shows the outstanding debts. Again, we went through that. Uh, at the last meeting also. And yeah, really no changes on that other than looking at that internal tip that if we would refinance, there is no repayment. It would it would just be completely refinanced and paid off. So did I see earlier we're refinancing two hundred though and we only owe hundred or are we just refinancing the hundred? We would re refinance 200, that would pay the whole thing. But we only owe 400. If within that, the issuance of that 200,000 said it'd be paid back within two years. So that's why I showed it at 100,000 for payback. But if we refinance the whole thing, there was no payback. Yeah. It just, it would just be all be paid. Okay. Okay, and then on, on page 32 um, is, is year one of that capital improvements plan. So, again, anything that is listed here is included in that draft. So, a couple of the things that were highlighted that uh, Council Chambers Audiovisual add that to it. Okay. Um, highlighted the Camp Crescent North Playground. So, that is incorporated into a draft here. Um, and the utility or dump trailer at four thousand dollars was a was a different price based upon uh, some research that Dale had done. When you see the question marks, those question mark ones are not included in uh, in the draft of the budget. So the utility pad project there at the uh, at the campground is not included. Okay, um, correct an error for me on this one. Where it, I highlighted the hundred forty nine thousand dollars for that for the uh, Highway 175 drainage that I changed the wrong number. That one should remain, it would have remained at 125,000, but it's not incorporated anyway. Dropping down a few lines to where it says Highway 
slash school water main loop. That's the one that would be 149,000. The other ones that are not incorporated into the budget now, the Lakewood Partners Water or the, uh, the Hanky Additional Water. And really, uh, nothing is incorporated into the draft of, of this budget pertaining to Lakewood Partners or Hanky at all. This is nothing new here about the shop growth. Yeah, I suppose it's proposed to be done in the spring before this budget. And it's only budgeted at 2000. We, well, it's not really budgeted, it's for, not budgeted for anything. Like it, it, uh, it'll be done under this current, under this current budget. And we're looking at the options of, of the repair, which was the couple thousand bucks, or there's the other option was $28,000, something like that on the rough. <clears throat> But for either option, there's money in the budget for it. There's cash available to do it. We would so it's not good action. And then we're going to do it right. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have it. Yeah. Is there so a that foam that would be? The 28,000, yeah. is that a new roof? They're going to foam it. The, well, the first thing they're going to do is spray the top seam. Right. See if that stops it. And then it goes to. Do the whole thing in the foam. That would that would spray foam all the time. That's the twenty-eight thousand dollar bid. So yeah. So can we get a bid on fixing it right? I mean, that's those are the only two things that we've done so far. So. Yeah. Because we found the roof on this building that place, wasn't it? We found the roof here. We got good luck with that. No, it does not. It's a flat roof. Yeah, it it's worked here. When you look at page at page 34, if you want to be able to follow a lot of these numbers on the back half of the packet, you just looking at the top there where it says says general and it says 0019504400, that would be a uh, a line item for grants. So within that line item, it's budgeted at sixteen thousand dollars, and those are the things that are included in that in that line item. So you'll be able to follow through. So uh, these are grants. The top one is grants. And this is money that we have coming in, grants coming in for like trees forever. We have a thousand dollar grant coming in, the ICAP have a thousand dollar grant coming. Yes, you know, yeah. we we would anticipate those. Yeah. They're okay. They have been recurring grants. Every okay. Same thing with the uh, with the harvesters. <coughs> we called it a harvester grant, but it's, it's primarily now a paid herbicide instead. Okay. You make some changes on that on the tip debt. That would not be eight hundred thirty-five thousand. That would would remove the, uh, the bump station. And then as you're looking at, uh, at capital projects there, again, those, those are grants. Um, they just, what we would call anticipated grants, but like looking at the uh, fire equipment bus, that would be some grants that would be rolling in. We haven't done anything with that yet. So um, just, uh, again, we, we and hopefully anticipate that to happen. Um, with the with the generators again, just that those have been applied for, no action. Um, we haven't heard anything back on those yet. Can you print out, you know, your double out one nine fifty four forty up here? Can you print out anything that says this is grants and down the three zero one seven fifty four four two eight? What that one's for? I mean, yeah, we 
again, it's in the it's in the back. That's what the thing is there. In the back. They're all so, in the back. Yeah, for for each line item, you would see that. So it when you go to page forty two of the of the packet. Actually, flip over to 43, and you go one, two, three, four line items down is where the grant, the grants line item is. Okay, that tells you the far right is what the proposed new new budget would be, and then you see the current the current budget and what it was for the past couple of years. So with that, then you you can follow each one of those line items on the revenues, and then for the expenses, that's on page 35, 36, 37, and 38. This is to give you a breakout of, of everything that, that would be included within those line items. But uh, really looking, especially on the expense side of things, that capital projects related stuff, if it's in that year one of the capital improvements plan, it's included. Um. Economic development fund is that that we're using that five thousand dollars grant? That's that grant. grant fund. Yeah. So can we change the name of that to business development grant? Sure. Yeah. Make it easier to follow. Does that make it to me anyway? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fine. Because I, I think that's what that's used for. The, that's that's only yeah, that's really the only thing that's used. What's the other economic development fund? It's two of them. The one has the motel and the one in capital projects. We had fifty thousand dollars at one time for the for the housing folks, but. Uh, that should not be that we're just holding over the uh, the allocation that was in this current year. It's, it's not proposed to have anything there. So cross off that one. I think that one is probably cross off. Um, just a comment there. I'm on page 37, more towards the bottom of the sewer. That we would budget these expenses then for for this upcoming year for the sewer plant project to to pay the retainage we, we do still owe the contractor $131,000 on that and um, we only have about $15,000 of SRF money that we're still drawing back in so we actually got another $110,000 um, of, of funds that had been set aside and we, we would utilize those funds then to pay that we are still paying crop damage too, and this would be the, I hate to tell you it's the last year because it might be two more years, but this it's this is either the last year or we budget one more, I'd have to confirm that. Did I run that page talking about some of this stuff? You want to talk about budget stuff, right? Mm -hmm. like I handed everybody a chart on the hydrants 
I know it's been budgeted to replace four a year and they haven't been done. So now it's on here again to replace four. Maybe that should be replaced more than four. In my, that's my opinion. And in my opinion, it's a high priority. We're talking about service and safety to our community. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. I guess I would uh, offer this out to you when you look at, at ways to finance those things. That that certainly is a good use of that government of our money, and we have some some funds left over to be able to address multiple. I didn't think we had funds like this. There was, you know, well, we had 161, but so we were only using. Yeah, we had like 12,000 left over. But I thought we were going to use that for your updated AV equipment or whatever. Well, that's three thousand here, but you can get that done for three. Yes, I'm fine with that. But I just know that for me, so, and then while we're on that subject, I'm just going to throw my opinion out there when we're talking about budget. Manual repair. I'd like to get an uh, analysis from our guys on how many of them need to be done and work on that because I don't want to have an issue that's side head. How many beacon alarm notifications? Mm -hmm. That's 2,000. That does how many of them? Two of them? I'd like to see us really concentrate on at least doing all of them around the lake. Save on our guys' time. That can be better utilized somewhere else. Is my theory behind that. That's just my two cents worth. Talking about budget. So on here, how many hydrants were you talking about total? Well, it's on the back. Each one, each one. Each one that so need work. So they're, they're the ones that need work are less than the 300 gallons per minute. These are less than 300 gallons per minute. These are less than 400 gallons per minute. These are less than 500 gallons And they're all highlighted. So we need to do those eight for sure. I would say we need to do the first yeah. can. So on here, and then keep it going next year, update the other ones. And I'm assuming our staff does either replacement. Dave, we, we would if we're, if we're replacing the hydrants. When they did those last year, they were able to repair some, which proved to, to be a uh, uh, good way to and we had a contractor come in to do the repair. So that probably. So if we did some last year, do we know which ones we did? We do. Brian knows. He was there with uh, this Chris. Okay, that came and did it. Uh, we pulled the invoice team. We looked at that. They were, yeah. they were identified. So can you take that list that I gave you and identify it so we can see which ones it is for <clears throat> moving forward? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. That would need to be bumped up this one. Right, yep. So well the fifteen. Yeah, that'd be looking at about fifteen thousand. And again, a lot of their funds I think can come from our 
we, we did do something last year. Yes. So they were they were um, how many did they had a ball? I think it was like four that we repaired. And is it, so that repair we did four, do you remember what the bill was when we got done? Was it five thousand dollars? Okay. Well, if you don't use it all, right. then each council member gets a bonus. Oh, is that the deal? <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep doing more hikes. Take <laughs> me off for lunch more than I like the idea. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, seriously, I did. I mean, at least the five thousand for four of them is a realistic number. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, sure is. Yeah, and really, yeah, and this is, I guess, last couple of years. You know, you'd be able to buy a hydrant for fifteen hundred bucks for that. Right. So, can you get them? But I, I haven't priced any here this year. I don't know what. Well, like you said, that's important. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll get that uh, next statement on the new number five hundred sixteen thousand. Yeah, that's just this is just my opinion. It's a council decision. I'm just throwing my two cents out there right now because we got to start narrowing some of this stuff down, right? We do. We're going to get to the end of the, the big picture here, and I'll show you where, where we are certainly short on, on, the, on some things. So just flipping to page 39, this is just an FYI for you on transfers. So we, we do transfer around money a lot, like too much. You, you can only pay debt service out of the debt service fund, so you got to transfer money in. Okay? And when we, we transfer money to the uh, capital project fund, and we would pay for capital projects out of that. So just that just to show you that there's 1.2 million dollars worth of transfers. And as you as you look at the total budget, then and you're gonna say we got a nine million dollar budget, that includes 1.2 million dollars of transfers. So you basically you take that amount off because it uh, basically shows in the in the budget twice. But uh, so as you as you flip to the next page 40. This this is the big picture then, where you're you're comparing revenues against expenditures for each fund. Starting off at the top, general fund, we would have 1.17 million dollars worth of projected revenues coming in. Okay, 1.296 million dollars worth of expenditures. So it does show us having a deficit spending of over 125 thousand dollars. Well, that's like the that's about the exact amount of the street project then at outlaw 20. so we we would be transferring some additional money to to pay off the additional street expenses that way road use tax uh again having a deficit spending on that also but we would anticipate that because we're only we're only doing project every couple of years sales tax it brings in about one hundred thirty four thousand dollars worth of of revenue and we would propose expenses of 93,000. Okay, that tip shows that debt there. Shows the debt and the uh, and that pressure system. So those numbers would all change. Uh, hotel motel, we do bring in about 50,000 and uh, this would propose expenses of 45,000. Uh, special assessments. And that's that's basically a wash. The money comes in, we turn around and pay that out for uh, for debt service. So, um, same thing done on on debt service. The amount that comes in goes out. 
and you look at the at capital projects. So just looking at that entire middle section there, you see we have $2.03 million worth of revenue coming in to the capital projects fund, 2.26 million of expenses going out. Streets, look, just working from the top again, that the, the streets have uh, $85,000 uh, deficit spending. Again, we'll, we're doing a larger project, so we're saving, we're spending funds that were saved. Uh, doing the street at out about 20. Planning funds is just miscellaneous planning funds that comes in. Community center would be a, a wash in and out. The Evaco phase two, showing showing those uh, revenues coming in, in from grant and the amount paid out. That's actually just the amount of uh, grant there, the remainder of the to be paid for the TIF. So the grant's 418. Yeah. Yeah. Fire bus, again, just uh, if, if that would come to be, we would uh, would look at uh, expending that out of the capital projects fund. Pickleball court, same same deal where we're looking at uh, at revenues would be that additional grant, assuming that comes in and uh, and the expenditures of $75,000 there. Now there's another 25,000 that's expended out of, out of sales tax. So that revenue for the pickleball court, we got 50,000. Is that two grants that we're getting it? That or is 25 of that, what we've already committed out of this year's budget? Here. Okay. So um, the expense side of things would be $50,000 of new grants and then $25,000 where we've been awarded from Sac County endowment and the city's put in 25,000. That 25 the city put in comes from sales tax, so it wouldn't show in the capital improvements area. Generators that economic development is the uh, uh, business development. Okay, looping the water main, doing planning on doing that project. <clears throat> Okay, this deal on water tower. So, so that red, that twenty-five on that eight thousand development, that twenty-five thousand is coming in from somewhere else. That is being, yeah, that's being transferred in from Hotel Motel. The funds actually come from Hotel Motel. Okay, so we have fifty thousand that we get from Hotel Motel, and that forty-five thousand expenditure is twenty-five of that is going back down to the six thousand development. I just comment on the one that's marked water tower. That, that's all revenue coming in. What we have historically done is we would earmark all of the funds that we get for from that cell tower that's up there. They pay us a monthly rental fee, and it ends up being about that seventy-eight hundred dollars that we have put into a water tower maintenance fund, and it helps with with cleaning and uh, and the periodics and uh, painting of the water tower. Transfer to sewer, that's that, that money that we had in, in place already about uh, expending uh, that towards that retainage for the plant, uh, pavilion project. Okay, and then we, we do show some, some funds just being transferred. 20,000 to, uh, to the sewer plant demo fund, 40,000 to, to the street sweeper fund. Okay, uh, and then we, the general fund is General fund, public works, electric, those are all the capital funds that we transfer funds into and then purchase equipment out of. And then also we propose to start funding a basket truck. 
Okay. On water, you see that uh, in this, the way this draft is shown, the ex the expenses exceed revenues by about $22,000. That's concerning. The in the sewer fund. Expenses exceed revenues by about $13,000. Again, concern. The electric fund expenses uh, exceed revenues by about $165,000. That is not something that I see changing here in the near future uh, either because our wholesale power costs have gone. Wholesale power costs are up somewhere around 12%. And that is the basically the amount of that, that increase that deals with, uh, with the wholesale power costs. Garbage is in the hole a little bit this year because we would uh, buy garbage bags out of that fund. And then you see the, uh, the balances then for sinking funds there at the bottom. Looking at the, the grade line clear at the bottom, about $8.3 million worth of revenue citywide, $9.04 million worth of expenses. So then one more page, page 41, if you look at the, at the fund balances. Okay, so we'll walk down this, where the top line there is the, the beginning balance of, of that fund as of July 1st of this year. Okay, then what I've done for, for budget purposes is to re-estimate revenues, re-estimate expenses. So the budget numbers give a very accurate uh, example of, of what would be anticipated for the remainder of this year. So those, those are very accurate then about what we would expect for revenues and expenses. So you figure the ending balance then as of June 30 of 22, which then rolls to be the, the uh, new beginning balance as of 7-1 of 22. And then you take the projected revenues and the projected expenses out of this draft budget. And then when you get to the, um, the grade lines there, that's the ending projected ending fund balance then as of June 30th of 23. So like we were talking about, the, the fund balance of the general fund would be 589000 So is that 589000 all in lines added together on the bottom that's in gray? Yeah, really. No, that's that's each one of these are a separate, that's a separate fund. So do you have the totals? Not on this, I'm sure. I do have the totals, yes, but just didn't show. Well, because I think that would be probably doing a lot of math. That one includes a lot of math. Well, yeah, well, you yeah. get it on a spreadsheet, right? Sure. So that makes it a lot easier for you to get the totals. Yep. Can uh, and I and I can and I certainly will. Um, it's as you take a look at the fund balance for each of the funds. It's. Uh, I think just a, uh, shows the real important total for, for each one of the funds to know that um, for the most part, you know, we're, we're not proposing anything to be deficit. Now let's, we'll get to that at the bottom line here in a second, but water utility, we very rarely keep a, a significant fund balance in that, but it's going down again this year. So it would be at 24,000. 
sewer utility at $196,000, but the amount of funds that go through there, that's not a significant fund balance. And then the one of concern is the electric department. Look at the top of that column there, where at the beginning balance of this year was 630, and at the end of next year, it's supposed to be 179. Is that because we're paying too much out of our electric fund? It's for other stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't. Not that that doesn't happen, because it sure does. That, but uh, but not large projects aren't paid out of the electric fund, you know, for community improvements like they used to be. This has everything to do with electric projects and then wholesale power projects. And it's been up, what'd you say? About 12%. We tripled what we put in the ground this year. So it was typical year. Huge, a huge year. Yeah, and I'm looking at the, the, the next year too, where it goes down. And <clears throat> that's, that's concerning. But, you know, we paid for some wire and conduit having some trouble getting it this past year but I have on hand so that will help towards our projects you know this is you know, we have that that inventory level that case you know that's how many more projects come down the pipe <laughs> six a couple things of, of note that we need to address, and as those are on the bottom row there about street funds, even um, transferring money from the general fund life was proposed. The projected ending fund balances next year is still negative. So this that's to the point where you want to take a look at either what you want to do for for a street project, or we'd look at uh, transferring more money, likely from the general fund. Um, the other one that's that's negative yet is the general capital improvements, and it's it's uh, expending a lot this year because we're purchasing that police vehicle. But that's coming in. What's the timeline on that there, Chief? That's long. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I do, I do still need to. Uh, you know, we can't end the year negative. So we'll we'll look at uh, at some changes to transfer more money into these capital funds. The other, the other one that I noticed that I I sure do need to make a change is public works capital for the projected expenses for this year does not include, that's the budget amount for this year, but then we purchased a backhoe. So where it says 5,000, that'll change to 75,000. But we do have the funds available to pay us. So that's kind of big picture on, on the budget. And I know we certainly have major changes on the, uh, on the tip and, uh, and the pressure system. And then I guess uh, several other notes in here about other smaller things that we were looking at. And then of course that didn't include anything in regards to the housing. You know. Any other questions or comments about 
the big picture or, or anything. One action that I would ask of the council tonight is to pass that resolution about the maximum property tax rate. So what's your input about what we should have for a for a property tax act? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking too, so. Yeah. I'll make that motion. So that's a, a motion to uh, approve that resolution with the 2%? Yeah, that's the middle one we're talking about. General fund dollars yeah. increase by two percent. Right. That's yeah. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, so you know, we'll go from six twenty-two to six thirty-five. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the really good news about that is the property tax levy goes down. Correct. Okay. Right. So it goes down sixty-six cents. So okay. Yes. Moment. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Hold it. Yes. Frank. <coughs> All right. We are. Now, I guess next step on the budget is that I will get those changes made, and there's a lot of changes then to be made, especially with that. Um, but uh, we'll get those changes made. But we're not exactly ruling out that pressure system yet either no of course it's i mean it's still there yeah i mean well, you know and that's the other thing is we budget for these things to happen in anticipation that they will but if you decide later on that you want it to happen it can still happen we just amend the budget so if we do the loop we might figure out to provide one increase yeah well, i think we do the loop first then we evaluate yeah. the situation unless our engineering group says you know, the volumes there just don't have the pressure. Does that make sense? Am I saying that the right way? Mm -hmm. I didn't see the engineers query, so we have to look at it. Oh, um, and I'll get that for everybody. When when do we have to do the final stuff on this budget stuff? We will set the public hearing date for the budget. Uh, the public hearing date of the taxes. Which was February twenty February twenty first. Okay. Some February. No, I think it's twenty first. So in reality, we got to go through this through one of our budget stuff and start trimming some stuff. Well, you, in reality, I would just look at. Two development things. Yeah. It's, and then I would also like to know for us, you know, I don't know where you're, are you, the numbers that you're using for the electric and stuff out at the, at Hankey and at Lakewood Partners and talking to them and Outlaw 20, unless mm -hmm. we've got all the stuff bought for that. How much has that stuff gone up or is that numbers accurate? The, all of them, yeah, it shows in our budget twofold. 
that when you, you look at the project cost, and this would be, I think it's in our underground replacement line item. That's the labor to do it. And we use the, the same per unit cost as what we had this year, and it won't be too much different next year. We feel pretty good about that. Because, the, uh, because the cost of wire is skyrocketing. Yeah, so that's the labor side of thing. The, the, the purchasing the inventory will, will be significant again, like Jeff said, we have wire on hand to do those projects now. It we we have be, enough wire to do all three of them? Okay. I don't. I don't know until I actually have footage. Right, because we got this one's not all done, correct? No, the landing. We actually would have four. And the landing. One thing with landing. I don't plan on pulling any full three-phase stuff in there. It'll be all single-phase. So that's right. that's two extra runs that of cable you're and pipe that you're not doing. And when you look at those other developers now. Hankies, the way that lays out, you may be doing three phase there for the fact of getting your each transformer on a different phase because right. you're a bigger area. Well, I just and I don't see I don't see a lot of footage as far as primary footage in the outlot twenty either. Because you're talking about the block you can get. Will you go on the front side of them homes or will you come around the back side of them homes? I would anticipate it come from a sectional cabinet right off of um, the Hansen Street Road along that and go straight north and then try to just branch down into there. Hansen Street Road. Which is the dirt road. Oh, you mean for all Out down here. I'm sorry. I'm that's, sorry. That's yeah. what you asked. I'm on the wrong place. He's talking like yeah. yeah. I oh now uh, line lines. I I'm looking at probably coming back. It used to be Virgil Fowler's place. There's a three-phase sectional cabinet there, and coming into that area to feed that. There again, I I just roughly did out there, and it was four or five hundred feet, you know, with one phase. So I guess my question is. Get back to if we don't have enough wire on hand, what's the cost of this for these? So plus, we got to keep wire on hand for sure. Yeah, emergency well, situation. Part of, part of my brother itself, they were between 18 to 25 percent. From what time frame? What time frame would you mean? When it's going to no, from 18 to 25 percent of from when? Up 18 to 25 last year, not last this year, year, last year, this over this last year. On the cost of it, yeah, yeah, and I believe that, yeah, because I've heard up to thirty percent. So you know, I, I'm thinking that's a low number, but like, from two years ago, I know for a fact that um, probably a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, four uh, triplex is what we pretty much run to a home from either the transformer or these handholds. That cable. Was a buck eighty a foot. It is now two eighty a foot, and it's supposed to take another price increase after the first of the year. Can you get it? That's getting tough. I actually just ordered another reel, just because I can get it. And ain't so sure I shouldn't order two. But I didn't want to. You know, we're still in last year's budget, so. Where where do you, 
jump over to the other budget to help pay for this, you know. Especially buying three times of what we normally do buy already this year's budget. It's just an odd year circumstances. It's a good year for me to get my feet wet. There you go. <laughs> You're doing just great. We're done. Um, I am. Any yes, motion to go into closed session? I will make that motion. Second. Second. Full call. Thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. Yeah.